0: On this episode, we have a He Said What and mm-hmm. a Mormon Mad Libs. Yeah, we do. We read some letters too, right? Yeah,
1: we have a couple great letters. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that about it? I mean, it's all wonderful. And we talk about a badass documentary, if you haven't seen it, called Disclosure. Disclosure. It's Thank amazing. you. It, it escaped my brain for two seconds mm-hmm. and and Shelly was right there. I'm your brain backup, baby, <laughs>
0: which isn't saying a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I need a brain backup to back up my brain from your brain.
1: <laughs> I know. Okay. I think we both need that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we will get to that all that in just a second. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life and stuff. And stuff and grow
0: and learn. And I tell you, I think in the last month, probably, Mm -hmm. I have learned more things that I should have learned. Mm. Well, Uh, you've been exposed to more. I have been exposed to more things and have had to unlearn more things and learn new things more than I have in Years, you years, know, and years, and years, and years. that's really
1: all we can ask of anyone, just yeah. to be open-minded, right? Yes, And yes. be open to new ways of thinking about right. things.
0: Yeah. Right. Don't be so set in your ways that you are sure that you are correct. And don't be so set in your ways that you think there's nothing out there, if there's nothing else except for what you believe. There's so
1: much out there. I know, which reminds me of the, he said, what we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. This is perfect for that. But we're not going to segue into that because didn't we want to talk about— um our beach that we're making?
0: <laughs> so Mary is a beach girl. She has waves tattooed on her arms. Yeah. She grew up partially near Virginia Beach.
1: Well, I grew up on Lake Ontario. Yes. And when you're a kid, the Great Lakes may as well be the ocean. They're so huge. Yeah, you They don't can't call tell them the, great for nothing. They, they don't. You can't tell it's not an ocean except for... No, you can't see the other side. No. Yeah. So uh, I've always loved water. Mm-hmm. Like Our house was literally on the water. Mm-hmm. And across the street there was a harbor. I mean, we were surrounded, yeah, by water. And so I grew up with this, and I love it. And then my mother, you know, got this job working for Pat Robertson in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm going to that beach next. I love the water. When I lived in Atlanta, I vacationed on the Gulf a lot. Yeah.
0: So we don't have a pool. Didn't have a pool in our <laughs> didn't new backyard that we're renting. Uh huh. And, you know, everyone knows we built, we had the patio built, we built a gazebo, which is now a cabana. Which is now a cabana. <laughs> and Mary ordered a blow up pool. I sure did. Like a rectangular, thing
1: feet kind of a thing. Yeah,
0: kids blow up pool. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so she blew that up, filled it with water. I did it with my lungs. Just kidding. I no. bought a little air compressor. hmm. Mm hmm. And I was at work, and I get this text, and she's like, we need to get a bunch of sand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So her new idea is to rip out the azalea bush that's in the corner, which is, it's it's a shit azalea to begin with.
1: I mean, they the mulch they used to put this azalea in was bricks. It was bricks. Hey, there's no mulch.
0: It's yeah. bricks. They planted an azalea in bricks. <laughs> this poor thing. I don't know if they actually planted it. I bet it was already they there. They just
1: threw a bunch of bricks over it. Yeah. I and mean, anyway. We used a lot of those bricks to make the patio.
0: Also true. <laughs> But her next idea, her next project is mm-hmm. we will rip that out, flatten everything down in that area next mm-hmm. to the cabana, and bring in a dump truck full of sand and dump sand <laughs> all over so we can get, like,
1: beach chairs. We have lounge chairs because they were left here, too. It's true. Um, This whole thing will be cheaper than a beach vacation, I promise you. Oh,
0: God, it'll be, what, a couple hundred dollars in sand maybe? Probably. And some labor of us ripping out an old azalea. Right, right. Anyway, that's our next project, which I am sort of dreading because I'm tired. <laughs> Mary, I'm tired. And my back hurts. We've done so much. We're not going to do this tomorrow. Don't worry.
1: Okay. Next day. It'll be fun.
0: <laughs> 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 It'll be cool. What? what else? I, the landlords are probably going to come back and be like,
1: what? What? What, what is happening out here? There's a cabana. There's a beach. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they don't even go out there. They just put the back steps from the, the they have a back door. Mm-hmm. And they just put in the steps leading down to the backyard right before we moved in. Yeah, and
0: the house is like nine, ten years old. Yeah,
1: they never used the backyard. Yeah, so they were happy that we put in the patio, and mm-hmm. then we told them that we were putting in a gazebo, and they didn't, they didn't mind. Care. So,
0: yeah, whatever. Are we going to tell them about the beach, or just let them discover it?
1: I don't even think they're going to look back in that corner <laughs> past the gazebo. I really don't. The cabana, cabana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, we need a we need a pool boy or girl or. Uh huh. Somewhere lesbian. in between.
0: Yeah. Sure. Um, there's also Mary took the uh solar powered fountain out of the bird bath and put it in the pool. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of floats around and makes little splashy fountain stuff. It's kind of
1: cool. Well, the first thing I was thinking is the ground under this pool isn't level. So everything's like the fountain, for instance, mm-hmm. goes to one end and the water level's really, really wonky. So I was like, well, if we put some sand underneath it, we could just easily we wouldn't have to Dig dirt to fit this. It started with just leveling sand and now it's an entire beach. Let's just put sand in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We seriously cannot wait for this COVID thing to be lifted so we can invite some of our local listeners over for a day at the beach. Why not? Why not? (laughs) She also put two like hangy things on the fence to hang up these two pool floats that we have, these big ones. Not that you need pool floats in the pool because the pool is like two feet deep. True.
1: You could say hangy things or you could just use the word hook. You could. There's a synonym for hangy things. There's <laughs> an easier way to say it. Maybe. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I kind of like hangy things. <laughs> if Shelly can add thing in there somewhere. Thing the- is a great word. <laughs> I mean, so many thing things. and thingy are probably <laughs> thingy. Uh, yeah thingy, thingy. call it? Mm-hmm. I don't use that. I use things. Mm-hmm. Thing and thingy. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so beach news to come. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just a little grain of an idea. A grain of sand, if you will, of an oh idea in uh-huh. my brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we'll see where we go with that. Yeah. I you have
0: your doubts? No, no. I'm trying to think when will I have the energy to do that. Maybe next week. It depends on the weather. I was in D.C. Uh, for quite a few hours yesterday with UC Places, the letter U, the letter C, the word places.com. <laughs> <dot> um, <laughs> anyway, we were testing out a tour and I didn't realize it was going to be 88 degrees, which to me isn't horrible. It's it was not the humidity. Great, but it was so mm-hmm. humid that when I got back home, I just was exhausted.
1: So you got in the pool. I sure did. And <laughs> not only did
0: I get in the pool, I got in the pool naked. You sure did. You sure did. Because we were sitting (laughs) on the cabana, and I was just sweating. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm just, oh, i so hot. I know. And Mary's like, well, get in the pool. And I didn't have a bathing suit on, and I didn't have the energy to go upstairs and get mine. So I just stripped down, jumped in. Yep. You're welcome, neighbors. (laughs) Is it illegal to be naked in your own backyard? I don't know. Why would it be? Because who's going to call the cops and be like, my neighbor's naked? It's like, well, why are you looking at me? Why Mm. are you looking over your fence at me naked in my own backyard? Huh. I don't know. I don't know what the laws are on that. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway. Yeah. Should we get to some topics here or do we want yeah. to keep talking about my nude body which is amazing? <laughs> by the way.
1: <laughs> so that other thing you were saying about uh your Horizons being broadened, shall we say, opening your mind yeah. to new ways of thinking reminded you of someone who's very close to you. Mm-hmm. Conversation I had with this person. Who shall remain nameless for a he said what? Do you want to do it on three? Two. One. He said what.
0: No. No. Try again. <laughs> Just stay on your note. Okay. Three, (laughs) two, one. He said what? I kind of liked it. Did you like that one? Yeah. Yeah, Let's go with it. Mm -hmm. So the other day I was having a chit chat with a friend of mine, um, and I'm not sure how the topic turned this way because it didn't begin this way, but it ended up being about uh, the issue with transgender people not having their own specific bathroom to use, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, his view was, if you were born male, Mm -hmm. you go to the men's restroom. If you were born female, you go to the female's restroom. You know, sometimes
1: I just want to punch that guy in the throat. No, yeah, I am going to be honest.
0: Anyway, so I said, okay, well, I have actually at this point quite a few trans friends, and I'm thinking of my trans female friends right now, and I hate that it has to go to this, but I'm like, person, they look female, mm-hmm. period. And I don't like that, that that you have to bring that up because it shouldn't be what they look like necessarily. But I'm like, they look like women, 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 women. They are women. They look like women. So what do you think that this woman should go into the men's restroom? Is that going to make you comfortable if a woman goes into the men's restroom? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, is there a penis or a vagina? I'm like, I don't know. And what does it matter? Let's. He goes. Well, if they if they have completely transitioned, and now these women have vaginas, then they should go in the women's restroom. And I'm like, are you gonna are you gonna crotch check yeah. them? Like, how do you? And I think he assumed that a trans woman has a vagina. And I'm like, it it doesn't always go that way. You why do you why do you have to say, well, you can't come in here until you have that bottom surgery. You can't do it.
1: What so, it why is that the? The tipping point for him. I know. That's the thing. I said, so,
0: so should a trans woman then have to carry around a backpack of clothing? If they still have a penis, do they have to carry around a backpack of clothing so when they get to the restrooms, they change that into men's clothing because they have a penis? They change into men's clothing and go into the men's restroom? Is that fair? Is this a matter of safety? Is that his concern? Well, he kept going around and around. He was like, well, you can't make laws that benefit the minority— that make the majority uncomfortable. And I said, well, if that's the case, uh, there were a probably a majority of white people back in the day who were uncomfortable with black people drinking from their white fountain. So do we just say, let's keep the white people happy? If that's the case, then we would still be back Civil War era type shit. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, the way to get change is not by breaking the laws. You're patient, and you wait, and you go through the proper route. And I said, here's the thing. Laws won't change unless people do something. Exactly. I said, here's the thing. You ever heard of Rosa Parks? Right. Shit started changing, or shit continued to change. It's not all the way changed yet. When she was like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm not going to the back of the bus. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, well, she got arrested. I said, "Uh uh-huh. And guess what? Martin Luther King Jr. was always getting arrested. All of these major figures were always breaking the laws to try to get change. You can't just sit there and hope that the white people will change things because unfortunately, still in this day and age in America, white people make the rules. This person's reality in his mind was there are more white people and Christian people or whatever, so we can't make laws that make the majority uncomfortable. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. I think he was really, really trying to be right. He's
1: trying to, yeah, he's trying to be right and white. Mm -hmm. And he's saying Christians now get to decide rules. Christians? Yeah, he's like, Christians should be able to say that person can't
0: go. I don't know if he's Christian, but religious. But yeah, sure, Christian, of course. That they should be able to say that person can't go into this restroom in my establishment. I'm like, should they be able to say black
1: people can't come in? Like, where do you draw that line? So then he switched from that to, I hate the argument that Christianity is American. I really hate that argument, or that Americans are Christians. I hate that. Yeah, it's stupid. They can all just go fuck off. Okay.
0: So (laughs) then he switched to fear mongering, which was, well, I would not be comfortable with my 10 year old daughter going into a woman's bathroom knowing that there was a trans woman going in there as well. And I said, why? Yeah, what's he afraid of? What do you like? Why? Being trans doesn't mean you're a pedophile. Being gay doesn't mean you're a pedophile. Like, your sexuality, your gender, none of that makes you a pedophile. You're a pedophile because you're a pedophile. Mm-hmm. And he and I said, by the way, any of your daughters would have a, a higher chance of being molested or sexually abused by hmm, a white man. White men typically are the pedophiles. Sorry, mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you. And he said, well, percentage-wise, because— transgender population is so small. It's a larger percentage of them who are pedophiles. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Where are you getting information? He goes, goes, it's true
1: statistics of his. Yeah. He,
0: well, so he said, look at, um, the issue with target when they opened up their bathrooms to be, um, male and female, whatever, wherever you want to go, you go. And he goes, there have been so many incidences of transgender people going into the bathrooms and being creeps. And I was like, I just don't, I don't agree with you. He's like, oh, really? Oh, yeah, well, that's just how it is. (laughs) That's just how it is. Yeah, and so I was like, whatever. We changed the subject, and then I came home, and the next day, it was just bothered me. It bothered me, bothered me, bothered me, and I was like, I need to do some research. Because he's sitting there saying, statistics, 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 like he knows some kind of statistics. And I was feeling like, I don't know statistics. It doesn't feel right to me what you're saying, but I don't, I don't have anything except for you're wrong. Yeah. And so I got online and I fucking researched for hours, and I could not find anything, anything that showed that transgender people are, as a percentage, more likely to be pedophiles. Of course they're not, but I needed to find that there was nothing there. I'm like, where is he getting this information? So I specifically went to a very right-wing conservative website, That was basically saying, we need to boycott Target because now there's going to be all these pedophiles because of the bathroom situation. And they had links to all. They're like, this is what's happened since Target allowed for transgender um, bathrooms, whatever they want to call it. And there are like 20 links of news stories and police reports. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let me look into these. I clicked on every single one and read every single police report. Out of all those, there was one I think that you could have maybe interpreted as being a transgender person. The vast majority, like probably all of them except for the one that I read that was like, yeah, it could go either way, but I don't, you can't really tell by the article. They were men sneaking into the dual sex bathroom and setting up cameras and then watching.
1: Mm. Not okay.
0: transgender. Just peeping Tom's. Yeah, not men pretending to be women and going in and molesting people, which is what this fear-mongering is. Yeah. They're not going in there and finding children in the bathroom by themselves. No, that's not happening. That's not happening. There was also a case where a woman freaked out because she was in the Target um, dressing room, which, by the way, forever Target dressing rooms have been just like this big area with stalls. And it doesn't say men and women. I've, I, at least the target in our area hasn't. Hmm. Um, and she freaked out because she was changing her clothes in a dressing room, all doors closed, and heard a man's voice. She freaked out, called security, and the security guard was like, uh, he, he can totally... And it wasn't, even, it wasn't even a trans woman or it wasn't a trans anybody who was also dressing. It was a man dressing in a stall, mm-hmm. just like everyone else is allowed to do. And she freaked out, said it was a trans issue. Anyway, I read through all of those and I was like, He's just wrong. This person I argued with, he is just flat Well, he's out close-minded. Wrong. Very close-minded and, and has this fear somewhere.
1: I personally mm-hmm. cannot stand that we decide who gets admittance to where because of the way they look, mm-hmm. because of the way they dress, because of the way they sound. Yep. You have a low voice. I do. Yeah, other women have low voices. Yep. I've actually known a lot of women who... Could pass for men easily. Yeah. Not necessarily even wanting to. There was a woman I knew in Atlanta who had a beard. She didn't want to have a beard. She used to pluck it, pluck it, pluck it for years and years and years. Finally was like, you know what, fuck it. She was a lesbian Mm -hmm. and she stopped caring. She's like, this is what I've got. Yeah. World, deal with it. Why can't the rest of the world stop caring about that shit? So would she not be allowed into a woman's restroom? Well, you got to do a crotch check. Crotch check. Crotch check. Clearly crotch check is inevitable.
0: So so then he was like, "You should be able to hire whoever you want." I said, "Okay, great. Let's say that someone sends in a resume to you, and this person's resume is phenomenal. The person's name is, you know, it's not like Bill or something that you would for sure Pat. think Pat. Yeah, it's just something that's Pat or sort Chris. of right.
1: <laughs> so okay, I throw this
0: out there, but you know what I mean. Uh huh. There's no way of telling. Uh huh. Um, and so you hire this person. Person, you're thinking maybe you're thinking he's a man. You hire this person. Person comes in. And or comes in for the first interview and you realize, oh, this isn't a man. This is a trans man. Mm-hmm. Should you be allowed to They then say, no, I don't want you? Like, would would you do that? And he said, well, men are just built differently than women. For example, like the dress. Co- oh, I said, do they need to dress the way their genitalia is? And this was the most bizarre argument he came up with, which I was thinking he must be high. <laughs> he said, I don't think I told you this, Mary. He said, well, their uniforms will fit differently. There's men's uniforms and uniforms. women's uniforms, like, like, like if kind you're going to work at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or whatever. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, yes, physically, men have broader
1: shoulders. Has he looked women, at your body?
0: I know. <laughs> He's seen it naked. You, you have
1: know. <laughs> no hips. I know. You have broad shoulders. Yes. You just happen to have boobs. Yes. But otherwise, you are built like a dude. Right. And he said, well, they're just built differently, so— So you
0: would need to tell your boss, hey, I, you know, I am a trans woman, let's say. So I need my uniform pants to have like a wider hip. It was just so bizarre. And I was just sad about the whole thing, which is why I had to go home and do the research because I needed to show him that he was wrong and not to prove him wrong, but to be like, you need to open your mind here. You affect a lot of people. There is
1: no one way, unless you're raised Mormon, which he is or Mm -hmm. was, There is no one way to be a man and no one way to be a woman or whatever other gender you identify as. There's no box that people fit in. Yeah. And it irritates me because, you know, you look outside in the summer at all the crazy bug varieties and you're Mm -hmm. like, gosh, what kind of bug is that? I don't think I've ever seen that bug before. Think about all the variety in nature that is allowed. Yeah. And we don't bat an eye, nope. but we don't allow ourselves that much variety. No. If you're a man, yeah. you're a
0: man. Mm-hmm. You look like a man. Oh, you're yeah. built like a man. Your shoulders are like a man, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, this guy that I'm talking about doesn't even have big shoulders. <laughs> and his hips are like not straight down.
1: Yeah. He's got anyway. a little
0: hip curvage. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. And the conversation was just stupid. And this is the point that I'm coming to after all of this conversation that we're having right now, is that I went home and did my research. Mm-hmm because I needed to have the facts in my mind because he was trying to go on facts that actually didn't exist. Right. Not only that as I I went through and found the facts about the percentage of transgender people who are sexually abused, who are beat up, who are like all these things. It's so it's it's double at least of any other population and I had to tell him you don't need to worry about a transgender person coming into a bathroom and molesting or hurting someone. That transgender person has a much higher chance of going into a bathroom and getting the shit kicked yeah. out of them.
1: That's what I was Those thinking. Those are the ones
0: we should protect, not be afraid of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd be more concerned about the um, trans female person having to go into the men's restroom, being forced to go into the men's restroom, mm-hmm. fearing for that person. Yeah. The trans woman. Who's forced to go into to the go, men's restroom co- correct. because correct. they may have the, quote, wrong genitalia so for that bathroom. Yeah. You know, I think most bars have it figured out. They just put restroom. Yeah. Anyone can go in. Restroom. When we were it's at, one d- at um, a time. Yeah. Anyone can go in. They just have unisex restrooms. It's like a one-stall kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. They've got a number of them. The door locks. You just go into the restroom.
0: I even went into a restroom in a bar like a year ago um, where it was a normal restroom with multiple stalls and everything, and it was, got a pee? Come on in. Mm -hmm. There was nothing. and It wasn't even weird to me. I went in, and I went to the bathroom, and I was washing my hands next to this guy. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? It's weird to have a moment in a restroom, but it was a moment of feeling like part of humanity again. Right. No judgment, no separation, just,
1: hey, man, you know, yeah. washing our hands, going back to the dance floor. I just i am so sick now of this restroom argument. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. People about are going transgender into, into there to
0: pee and poop and
1: wash their I'm hands. I'm so sick of it. So this, what I'm about to say, is going to be a great segue into our next conversation. Oh, very cool. So I was recently listening to Brene Brown's new podcast. It's called Unlocking Us. I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, she was interviewing... Laverne Cox, who has that documentary we just saw.
0: Phenomenal documentary. I actually recommended it to this person that I had the argument with. I think he'll watch it. I do. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Disclosure. By the the way, when I I put together an email for him with all of my links and everything, and I said, you might want to review this, and I texted him and said I was sending it, and he's like, yeah, I'm open. Um, So I'm glad he was at least open to Mm -hmm. seeing that his statistics were incorrect.
1: Correct. I mean, yes. Incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so... They made such a good point. So Brene interviewing Laverne, I can't remember who said what in this uh, discussion, but they were talking about, and I think it was Brene Brown, was talking about the difference between actual fear Mm -hmm. and discomfort. Mm. Are you actually afraid in a situation or are you just uncomfortable with a situation? You know, and generally, we're just uncomfortable with something. Right. And it makes us uncomfortable. so you know we have to make a stink about it and make the other person
0: more uncomfortable than we were so right. we feel better right right so what yeah where's the where's the discomfort level of this trans person who now has to bring extra clothing to change into if they need to go into the bathroom and the bathroom according to their genitals like why is your discomfort any more right. important than theirs when you can have compassion and look at yourself you know why am i uncomfortable
1: yeah Maybe ask yourself, why am I uncomfortable? What about this makes me uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that argument that J.K. Rowling and other women have that trans women somehow threaten their womanhood or something. Like, how does that have anything to do? It's kind of like saying gay marriage threatens the traditional marriage. How? You can still get married. Mm -hmm. You can still be a woman. My being female doesn't have anything to do with your rights as a woman. Yeah, I've never been
0: around our trans female friends and thought, Oh, well, you're uh, taking away from our lesbianism. <laughs> I'm
1: like, no, it's just more fun. <laughs> um, but anyway, that brings us to Disclosure, which is a documentary we just saw on Netflix. So good. Please watch it, everyone. Please,
0: please watch it. Whether yes. you are pro or not sure or even against trans issues, just watch it.
1: Yeah, it's Laverne Cox. She was um, in Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. People might remember her character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, trans person actually playing a trans character. That's awesome. Yeah. That doesn't always happen. A lot of times in movies and shows, either gay people or trans people are played by straight people. people. Yeah. Yeah. So that maybe is changing, or at mm-hmm. least it does mm-hmm. sometimes. And mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. So, there you go. Great documentary. I mm-hmm. recommend it. Did you want to say anything else about it? That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so before we move off this topic, uh, we received a letter from a transgender listener. Yep. And you were going to read it. Okay, this letter comes
0: to us from Tom. Tom is he, him, they, them. Ready? Hi, Mary and Shelley. I found your podcast recently and have been binging it since. Nice. right, you are, Tom. (laughs) You guys are funny and amazing. Thanks for sharing your stories. I am a mostly closeted 17-year-old trans female to male guy. My parents have known for about two years, and they treat me the same, except with more judgment. Oh. Yeah. The new handbook really hurt me because I know my mom especially will embrace it with open arms. I don't know what to do. I hacked off most of my hair almost three years ago, and my mom yelled at me. Mm. My friend used my preferred name and pronouns, and she said that my friend was wrong. Oh. Every happy, affirming moment I've had has been ruined by the way she has treated me over this. Mm. Once I even attempted suicide and got hospitalized for it. Wow. Another hospitalization time, I walked out on them while they were visiting me because my mom won't listen or care. I self-harmed because of it. Mm. I'm almost a year clean, though. Yay. Gender dysphoria is no joke.
1: Yeah. I
0: bought a binder once and was so happy wearing it. It got taken away. Oh, no. I just bought a suit because even girls wear suits, and my mom took out all the money in my checking account.
1: What? Yeah,
0: I don't even know what to fucking do. I know that the reason for my mom's treatment of me is 100% because of the Mormon gender roles. The handbook just made a bad situation worse for me, especially the part on social transitioning. So fucking stupid. Plus, Elder Dallin Homophobic Oaks makes everything worse. I'm also pansexual. When he gave his dumbass talk at the women's session, I left the room and sobbed on a couch. oh Yeah. My cousin later told me she threw up. He has caused so much pain, and I hate it. Wow. Another thing that happened was I got kicked out of girls camp for being gay because it was leaked that I had kissed a girl. Oof. They claimed I was grooming the other girls and treated me like a pervert then. Said it was my fault for the way it got handled. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Also, doesn't help that the Mormon rumor mill became utterly ridiculous and I was accused of doing things like sneaking out and bullying and harassment. Also, the other girl involved did not get punished at all. She denied everything and they let it go. Overall, the Mormon church is terrible. I've been struggling to find reasons to live. I only trust one person now. I barely hang out or talk to friends, partly because my parents are helicopter parents and also because no one ever asks me first to hang out or anything. Hmm. I'm homeschooled now, and the only places I go to are work and church. Ooh, that sounds horrible. Oh, God. Thanks, coronavirus, for getting church out of the way, at least.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's true.
0: I don't believe in the church. I want out. Religion had hurt me more than help and only ends up making things so much worse for me. My dad is okay, but he's very Mormon, and he'll support my mom's decisions. He's mostly worried I'll medically transition and regret it, so I can at least get where he's coming from. The rest of my family extended included are— in the church. I have one uncle and his wife who left, and they are happier than ever. I have only seen them once in four years. Also, my college money is tied to me staying in the church. That's fun. I don't know what to do. I want to feel safe being myself and being allowed to celebrate my small social transition steps. It probably doesn't help that I live in the deep South either. (laughs) That does not help. Wow. I'm at the point where religion and Christianity in general has hurt me. That I find it hilarious. For Christmas, my work had a sign that said Jesus was the reason for the season, and I busted out laughing because it's ridiculous. Anyway, I love the podcast. I'm on episode 33 so far, plus the recent handbook episodes, and I will binge it nonstop until I finish. Yeah, you will. Then he says, Sorry, this email is all over the place. P.S. You guys talk about Harry Potter, and even though J.K.R. is a turf, I love the message of the books. Anyway, my chosen name is based off Tom Riddle and also fits me. Random fact. So then real quick, he sent an update a few days later. Here's his update. So I reread the wild angst-filled email I sent y'all, and it's low-key cringy. Here's a disclaimer slash update on my life. Number one, I'm working at building a better relationship with my parents with the help of my non-Mormon therapist. Nice. Number two, my parents do what they feel is best for me. That's a hard realization because you just want to be so mad at the way that they're treating you, Mm -hmm. and then you got to realize— they're brainwashed. They think they're doing their, the best that they can. They think they're doing This what's is such best.
1: a tough subject for me. Oh god, right? Like parents claiming to do their best and then treating you like shit. I struggle with this yeah. personally because I go through this. Yeah. Um if I had to choose between my mother who's doing her best and no mother, I think I know what I would pick because yeah. I don't think her best is good for me. No. It's not loving? Right. It's not accepting? Right. And I really am not interested in her best. I'm not. No, I get that. That might make me a shitty person to say. No, not at all, because your mother is for sure a special case. I think there's a lot of parents out there. Oh, absolutely. We're reading about parents like that. Who cannot accept their child Mm -hmm. as their child is, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad that there's there's therapy now, for sure. Uh, Are you saying that Tom's parents are going to therapy with him?
0: No, I'm working at building a better relationship with my parents with the help of a non-Mormon therapist. So it sounds like Tom is going to therapy and that's helping him deal with deal his, parents with his shitty parents. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's the thing. It's like it would be a different situation if the parents were realizing they all have a, an issue yeah. and they're going to therapy together to try to resolve sure. it. Sure. That's different. And I think therapy is perfect for Tom. I was going to say, you know, next week, which Tom may not be caught up yet when that episode comes out, but we're doing an episode with Kimberly Anderson teaser for next week. Mm-hmm. And we talk about suicide prevention. Yes. It's going to be an amazing episode. We've already recorded it, and it's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And there are hotlines out there that you can call when you are feeling suicidal or you feel like, you, you know, you're considering it. And we might want to write back with some hotline information. Yeah, for, Tom. for sure. Because And I'm super glad to hear Tom's in therapy. That Mm -hmm. makes me feel so good. But I get this parent problem with religious parents who shun you, who are ashamed of you, who, um, you know, take away stuff. Like my mother, when I was in college, this is kind of triggering for me, actually, because my mother was, like, wanting to keep me out of school because she discovered I was a lesbian. She wanted to take me out of school. And I talked her out of it. I mean, school was my haven, College. I mean, what was her? She thought she, that you would not be a lesbian if she, she took just you wanted out? to keep an eye on me. She wanted me home so she could keep an eye on me. So she could watch you make out with girls. <laughs> College was my safe place because it got me away from her. I was four hours away. I lived in a dorm among straight people. I was closeted mm-hmm. among them, but I felt like they were basically kind people, and it got me away from her. Yeah, and her you know, watchful eye. And it would have been like, I would only have been allowed to go. It wasn't even a pandemic back then. I would not have been allowed to go anywhere besides church and and work if I had stayed in that household. So that's why it's like, oh my God, this person is 17. Tom, hope is coming. Yeah. You're going to be an adult before you know it. Yep. And get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. You reach out to us, and we will help you with some resources when the time comes. Absolutely. Because that is not a safe place for you. Mm -mm. I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, and you have no other option right now. Please try to stay strong. Yeah. We are going to write to you and make sure you are staying strong. I love our young listeners, our teenage listeners. Oh, they're so great. Tom, if
0: you are not yet in the Latter-day Lesbian Podcast discussion group Mm -hmm. on Facebook, if you're on Facebook, Please join it.
1: Yeah, it's completely free. Yeah. Uh, it's a really supportive, caring group. Mm-hmm. There are other groups that could uh, provide support to you. We're going to continue this dialogue with yes. Tom. I have more updates for Okay, Tom. more updates. Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Tom says, I love them, talking about the parents, and I understand where they're coming from, even if we don't agree. Number four, we've come to an understanding about where we are, and I can now wear pants to church currently church at home, but I'll take it. So it sounds like this is a fucked up Mormon family that's like, let's dress up for, we have home, to dress church. Up for home church. Oh, God. God, I'm so sorry. Wow. Number five. Honestly, I'm graduating in a year and going to college. I can deal with my parents BS for one more year.
1: Yes. Good.
0: Number six. Things are all right in my life currently for the most part. Okay. Good. Number seven. I don't blame my parents. They were raised Mormon and they believe in it. It's all they know. It's not their fault. I blame the church, not them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's... I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's great that Tom has compassion for his parents mm-hmm. and sees where they've come from, and he blames the church. That's great. Yeah. That really is. It tends, for me, it tends to take the sting out
0: of a little. Like when my dad... It does. From time to time says something not amazing. It's not bad like he used to be, but it's not amazing, and I can just remind myself, you know, and he's brainwashed.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's easy for me to have super tough boundaries because I've been out of the house for like 30 whatever years i'm old um i can look but at my mother still sexy thanks baby mm-hmm. it's not that i hate my mother right i just don't think she's good for me right as a friend as an influence in my life mm-hmm. and so i have to keep boundaries in place and i look at her through that lens it doesn't mean that i hate her right but that whole she did the best she could did she did she Look at us trying to do better by putting guests on this podcast and yeah. watching documentaries, opening our minds up to other ideas. There's more you can do. Right. There's more my mother can do. But she's been taught that she shouldn't. That there isn't more. That she is a
0: Christian and she's following Jesus in because Jesus hates me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that Jesus does. Clearly. Her Jesus, Her hates, Jesus hates, me. hates you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I anyway. don't know. I just think there's more all humans can do. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying harbor resentment for your parents. That's not what I'm saying to do at all. Yeah. I just think that it's going to be easier mm-hmm. when you're on your own. Mm-hmm. You can make your own decisions and they're not influencing you. Yep, And um, it's so freeing. That Absolutely. day is coming. If you've got to put a calendar and check off every single day until you're 18 or until you go to make college. Make one of those countdown Christmas chains. Hell yeah. <laughs> like an advent calendar? And, and you know there's how a little you the,
0: chocolate inside? No. I mean, yes, <laughs> I would do that. But you know those um, construction paper chains that you make? Yeah. Yeah. That. Oh. Do you add one or you just take them away? Yeah. if You, you do 365 of them if um, <laughs> that's when you leave for college. And then every day you rip one down and the chain gets shorter and shorter and shorter. Okay. There you go.
1: There you little craft project. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you Tom's
0: number eight update, which is the best update that Let's, I love? Yes. Tom says, Y'all are awesome <laughs> and keep rambling, ranting, crying, and yelling at the mic. I love it all.
1: Oh, good. Tom. Tom, thank you so much for writing Thanks, in. Tom. Tom, you've got this. My and heart here for you. goes out to these young people who are quarantined with uh, shitty parents. I'm just going to say it. Yep. And they have contemplated suicide in some cases. Mm-hmm. They feel like anything that means something to them, like this in this case, the binder that Tom had purchased, yeah, was taken, taken away, away yeah. or the checking account drained. Yeah, he wanted to buy a suit. How invasive so... and horrible is that? Yeah, it sucks ass because Tom has a job. So why are you taking Tom's money? Yeah, exactly. So wow, I am pulling for you, Tom, and uh, keep us updated. I want you to get out of there, yeah, as soon as you can, mm-hmm. um, you and just live keep, your
0: life. live your life.
1: Keep us updated. Where do,
0: oh, Tom's in the South. I was gonna. We like the South, so parts of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> certain people in parts. <laughs> certain people in certain parts of the South. Yes.
1: <laughs> so maybe we'll maybe we'll sojourn. Uh, yeah. Down there at some point. At Some point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, shall we take a break? Let's do it. Okay, let's take a break, and we got some fun stuff coming up. Can't wait. Hang on. Be right back. We're back. Hello. Hello. So we have a Mormon Mad Libs to get to, but before we do that, I just wanted to read one more quick letter on this topic of changing mm-hmm. and expanding, broadening our horizons, opening our minds, opening to new ways of thinking, which yep. is fantastic. This is from John T. Hey, John T. This is recent. John says, hello, Mary and Shelley. I was listening to the latest podcast about the Supreme Court 615 ruling mm-hmm. and the part where you read the trolls got me thinking. My initial reaction was, of course, these people are assholes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ours too. <laughs> My next reaction was, These people are assholes. Yeah, yeah. Not a few of those. These people are assholes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Growing up, my family wasn't real religious. We went to church occasionally, but that was about it. So I wasn't exposed to active homophobia on a regular basis. I grew up in the 70s and 80s in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So there weren't many openly gay people that I knew of. But there was always an underlying, that's wrong attitude. Yeah. I was going to say that I wasn't very homophobic, like there are degrees or something. Ugh says. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really work that way. Right. Right. You know, back to this Brene Brown uh Unlocking Us interview with Laverne Cox. Laverne said growing up, she viewed herself as a black woman mm-hmm. through the lens of this white culture that mm-hmm. dominates. Gotcha. And she said, I am racist. Mm. Even I am racist. Mm-hmm. We're all racist. Right. Yeah. So, I agree. There aren't really degrees of homophobia. That's right. You either love everybody or you don't. You're either one
0: hundred percent accepting of it or you're not. So you can't say, I'm not homophobic. You know, do I think they should be able to adopt children? Probably not. But I'd have no problem right. with them. Right. Like, no, 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 no. It has to be
1: Should completely Do I think equal. they should get married? Probably not. But they can be free to live together and live their lives. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Either love people or you don't. That's it. A mm-hmm. or B. Mm-hmm. Pick mm-hmm. one. Okay. Back to the letter. Okay. By the time I was in my mid-twenties, I had gone to an evangelical Bible school. Sounds like a really good time. Mm, Fun, fun. (laughs) Way to spend your teen years. Yeah, way to go, John. (laughs) Obviously, there was a strong homophobic attitude there. Yeah, obviously. Mm -hmm. Skip forward to me about three years ago. I was 48 when I finally said that I don't believe any of this shit anymore. Yeah, John. Way to go. Thankfully, I had also shed my homophobic beliefs and ideas. This is very encouraging to me. That people, including me, can change like that. I love that Shelly's parents sang happy birthday to Mary. Yeah. I know. That was pretty awesome. How fucking cool is that, John mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. In the last several years, I've watched my parents change their political and racial beliefs. What the fuck? Wow. Uh, <laughs> that was, John said, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> say it too. What the fuck, John? <laughs> my dad is 84. And my mom is 79, and they've changed. Wow, it's never too late. Yep, changed into better humans, in my opinion, says John. I'm discouraged by the number of closed-minded bigots in the world, but at the same time, I'm encouraged by the change that I've seen in myself and others towards being better people. I love the podcast and love you both. John. John, we love you, too. Aww. Thanks for
0: sharing that, that your old-ass parents
1: are changing. I that's know. so great. I know. I mean, my
0: old-ass parents, they probably still um, believe the way they believe, but they are definitely being loving. They're definitely— And including you.
1: Yes. And, yeah. you know, that's got to be challenging for them to show kindness and love yeah. to somebody that they are would probably shun in another situation. (laughs) You (laughs) know what I mean?
0: Right. So give them credit. They will,
1: I don't want to say never, but they probably
0: will never change their very Mormon beliefs. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they are willing to show you love and treat you just like any of their in-laws, daughter, son-in-laws, children, Mm -hmm. is beautiful to me. It's beautiful.
1: I know. So that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you, John, for writing in. Thanks, John. You know, we didn't do our little letters theme open. We'll have to do that next time. (laughs) Next time, guys. Next time. Yep. Letters. Letters. Say it it with me. Uh, How does it go again? I don't know. We We haven't done a letter in a
0: while. Sorry, folks. (laughs) Should we move to a Mormon Mad Libs?
1: I think we should. Do we
0: have an intro for
1: Mormon Mad Libs? Uh,
0: Do we? We do? Yeah, we do. What is it? Well, you'll
1: just have to wait and listen Let to it. Let me guess, you
0: haven't created one yet. No,
1: I have one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, great. Cue music. And now. That moment we've all been waiting for. Mormon, Mormon Mad, Libs. Mad Libs. What's today's Mormon Mad Lib, Shelley? Well, I cannot tell you because
0: um, typical to most Mormon songs, the first line of the song is also the title. Oh. We wouldn't want to give that away. Okay. So, first from you, I need a verb.
1: Groping. Oh, nope. can it end in ING? I'll fix it. Grope? Mm-hmm. Noun. Sphincter. Ooh, okay. No? Yep, we'll do it.
0: <laughs> uh mode of transportation. Um space shuttle.
1: Okay. Does that not work? Am I ruining Madlist? No, no,
0: no, 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 no. I just have to put like adjectives. I, I don't know. I'm just not actually, like um pre preambles. <laughs>
1: Preambles. No.
0: Do you know how like to do that? Like a word that goes in front of a word or makes a word a different tense. Just trust me. Okay. <laughs> uh, an amount of time.
1: A millisecond.
0: You always come up with words that I've never spelled before. <laughs> you know what? We should take a picture of this and uh, post it online. Okay. Okay, verb.
1: Um, I don't know why I'm blanking. I always want to do things that end in I-N-G. Nope, you don't have to. You, you just pick whatever and I'll make it fit the tense. Shave. Okay, and a noun. Garage door opener. It's a little lengthy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he said. Okay,
0: verb. We're still doing this. Baby, this is the whole first verse. <laughs> We're only doing one verse and okay. the chorus.
1: Okay, verb. Lactate. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, verb. Shower.
0: Okay. Type of building. High rise. Uh, noun. Bread basket. Okay. Another noun.
1: Mosquito net. Another word I'm not sure how to spell. I know there's a Q in there somewhere. It's a mix between oh. mesquite and <laughs> queso. Okay. Verb. Is relax a verb? It is, isn't it? Age. We're going to pick mine. 54. Adjective. Squirly. Oh, no, that's an adverb. Never mind.
0: <laughs> it works.
1: Does it? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. You ready? I'm ready. Do you want to know the original title of the song? Sure, I love to see the temple, okay. <clears throat> the high rise. <laughs> mm. All right, I got I got to pick a because you know my voice is a little manly, which makes me not <laughs> you know might, which bathroom to go into. Uh, yeah, you according might freak somebody someone.
1: out at Target.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> I love to grope the sphincter. <laughs> I'm taking a space shuttle there in a millisecond. To shave the holy garage door opener, to lactate and to
1: shower. (laughs) You might want to shower after all that.
0: (laughs) For the sphincter is a building of God, a place of bread baskets and mosquito nets.
1: That's really weird. (laughs) I'll
0: relax myself while I am 54. This is my squirrely duty. You said
1: duty. That wasn't even part of the Mad
0: Libs. (laughs) It wasn't. It wasn't. That was amazing. Wow. (laughs) You want the original version? I love to see the temple. I'm going there someday to hear the Holy Spirit, to listen and to pray, not lactate and shower. Mm -hmm. For the temple is a house of God, a place of love and beauty. I'll prepare myself while I am young. This is my sacred duty. I like your version better.
1: Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's complicated. <laughs> there's a lot going on.
0: <laughs> you got squirrelies. You've got showering. You've sphincters. Somebody's yeah. lactating and shaving. There's a space shuttle involved. And yeah, there's quite a bit going on in that version. I would have liked that song a lot more in primary had those been the lyrics. Hard to memorize that version, I, I would think. I got this. I got this. Wow. Well, that
1: was a special treat. I thought so.
0: Yeah. By the way, can I just say our good friend and moderator, Jessa, Posted in the discussion group saying something along the lines of "Why would Jesus need me for a lounge chair?" Which was a, a previous <laughs> madness and so I told her, "Well, because he wants you to laminate him."
1: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I guess he was tired. I take a load up. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> take a break. Yeah, let's do some patrons and some channel stuff. All right, be when right we'll come back. back. Yep. We're back. We're back. Okay. Uh, who are our patrons this Well, week? we have one. Uno Petron. Uno Petron. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, get your shit together, people. Let's go. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know it's hard right now with COVID and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But because of that, Rachel J., we really, really, really appreciate you. Rachel. Enjoy all the cool Patreon shit. Yeah, like...
1: Uh like ad free podcast, ad free podcast number one. All the videos, yeah. I mean, after show is challenging. People, Wait, listen, we have
0: <laughs> one recorded. It just has not been edited yet because we've been hella busy.
1: Okay, can I? Can I? Um, yes. Can excuses absolutely this process for mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. So I recorded at four K, which is a giant file. This is where I fall asleep. Giant file, and then. I end up making it at 1080 by 720, I think it is, and so that's reducing it quite a bit. And then out of that giant file, I'm able to make multiple camera angles to go back and forth for our cutting pleasure. Baby, that's amazing. And it takes a while. It does. And I add transitions. I add a fun graphic open and close. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's it's a process. Yeah. And I'm sorry I've fallen behind. Yeah, I'm very sorry. It's not yes. like you haven't been haven't been
0: busy trying to plan out beaches in our backyard
1: and a and a full-time job. Well, there's that. Mm-hmm. And a podcast. And a podcast and um hobbies. There Things are hobbies like, like creating
0: oh, I said well, like creating a eat. beach in the backyard. Creating a beach. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> should gotta we got to have downtime. For sure. Should we announce some channels members? Yeah, let's hear some channels members. Tyler J. We met Tyler J. At a Pride event, I don't remember which one, but we've met her, and she is awesome. Very cool. And I hate that it looks like most of our Pride events, if not all, are, will be canceled this year. I know. Sucks ass. So it does suck. all I will say about that is y'all better everyone come out next year mm-hmm. to all the Pride events because we miss our people. Yes. Next indeed. is Andrew T. Andrew. I love Andrew. I have a special place in my heart for the boys in our channels groups. They're just—I don't know. It's just fun for well, me. Well, they're the minority. They're the minority, yeah, and they do. They do talk. They yeah. do leave messages, and they're phenomenal. And we appreciate them.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, Austin A, another boy in the group. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Austin A, for joining us. Austin is very active in the group. has lots of cool stuff to say, and we super duper
1: appreciate it. Yes, we do. Thank you so much. Who else is on the list? Is that it? I'm going to do three today. All right. How can people join channels? Well, what, and what's the point? What's the point? What's the point of any of it, Shelly?
0: <laughs> Are we there at that point. What is the point of any of this?
1: Mm. Yeah, to join us on channels, which is our video messaging uh, system, service, program, whatever, what what have you. It's a thingy. It's a thing uh, by Marco Polo. You okay. can go to our website to check out more about that, mm-hmm. latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. Yep. And if you want to send us a letter. It's latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, those are easy to remember. If you'd like to join us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash latterdaylesbian. Mm -hmm. If you want to send us gifts, we are
0: about to get a (laughs) P.O. box. So hold off. I know. Hold your gift. Let's go down today to the post office. We really need to do that. I already paid for it. We just have to go. I know. What's wrong with us? It's been like
1: two weeks. Shit, you're right. Okay, today. Today's the day. Where does the time go? That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Into yard projects. Yes, into creating beaches in the backyard. Mm -hmm. All right. So I think that wraps up this episode, doesn't it? That's it. Is that all you got? That's it. Okay. It's a good one. Dan at Extension Audio, we thank you. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Thank you, Dan, and sometimes taking it out (laughs) for our request. (laughs) Also true. (laughs) The rest of you, please steer clear of cults. Please, 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 please. please Steer clear. They suck. Because they're no joke. There it is. No (laughs) joke at all. Nope. Talk to everybody later. Bye.